Hey girl, welcome to Fearless and Unleashed, where we'll learn tips and tricks to live our best life. We are leaving fear behind, ladies, reaching our goals, having some fun while being authentically us. I'm Jeanette Sachs. I'm a mama of three beautiful girls, married to my best friend. I'm a wellness coach and entrepreneur. I'm all about living fearlessly, going after those scary business goals, getting fit while eating ice cream, and simplifying life. I believe when we get out of our own way, we become the best versions of ourselves. So get ready, girl, because we're about to change your life. All right, friend, if you struggle with anxiety, we're going to have a conversation about it today. Now, this is just a reminder. I'm not a doctor, a therapist, or any type of medical professional. I'm literally just a woman just like you who has had anxiety before. Still here and there, I feel it, but has found ways to manage it through, you know, making decisions for my health and limiting certain things. And so I get asked all the time because I have shared that before, but I want to make sure that if you need help and you need to reach out to a professional, please do. Please talk to your doctor. Anxiety is one of those things that I honestly think it's just different for everyone and nobody can really tell you when you should reach out and get the help that you need. You have to decide that for yourself and you also have to know that you don't have to do it alone because I know that the level of anxiety that we all experience can be also very different. Some of us can manage it and some of us, it just like cripples us. And so please take a look at your life, take a look at how you're feeling and reach out for help. You don't have to do anything alone. But in today's episode, I want to talk to you about it a little bit because I have dealt with anxiety. It was actually so crazy to me when I finally realized, and this probably, I'm trying to think, I've lived in Hawaii for, I think we're going on eight years or seven, I can't remember. But I noticed it the first year that we moved here. And what I realized at the time was that I was having a hard time going to sleep. Like I was always thinking, I was always up and like feeling a little anxious about randomness, things that didn't even have to be thought about. <laughs> That's like the women's life, right? We just, two in the morning comes, you wake up and you're just like, where the hell is my birth certificate? <laughs> I share that because I just saw that meme not too long ago. But anyways, I realized that I was having a hard time going to sleep. And at the time, whenever I would make dinner, I would have a glass of wine. Sometimes maybe two. Okay, let's just be real. And when I was doing research, you guys know me. You already know what's up. If you've been listening to the podcast, you already know. I am like, let me get into some research. I want to see numbers. I want to see the data. I want to see people's experiences. I want to hear the experts. But I also like to hear the everyday person who is sharing their lives and their journey and how they've overcome things or how they feel using things, right? And so I just do research and I go down rabbit holes because that's like the best way for you to find answers and try things yourself. And I don't mean go out and just try all the crazy stunts that you're going to see on TikTok. That's not what I mean. I mean like actual experts or actual people who are sharing thought-provoking information, okay? Be safe when you're trying things, please. Use common sense because there's a lot of BS out in the internet too. But anyways, that's a whole nother topic. I go out, I do research, and I love gathering information and going, you know, I never thought of that. And so one of the things that I found was that a lot of us think of a glass of wine in the evening to relax. You know, you had a hard day at work and now you're coming home. And that's how a lot of people relax. But what I found out was that some people actually get affected. It's like the total opposite. Instead of it helping you relax, it could make you anxious. And I thought, what is the thing that I'm doing 
in the evening that could be causing that. And I guarantee you, I don't have proof, but I did see a change. I stopped drinking the wine and I didn't experience the anxiety at night when I was going to bed. And I remember telling my husband, oh my God, I think it might've been the wine because I hadn't changed anything else. So sometimes it could be something small like that, right? But as time goes on, as life happens, things come up. Last year, I felt like I struggled a lot with anxiety. And it was because if you listen to the show, you know, last year was a very personal and emotional year for me. I had to have conversations about family members who were struggling with addiction and, you know, just struggling in life. And it was painful to have to hear that and not be able to help. And so emotionally, I felt like I had a lot of anxiety that year. And I was trying to figure out what it was. This year, looking back, I'm like, okay, I can see how that could trigger some things, you know, our emotions play a huge role in it. But also, I'm going to tell you the one thing that I started limiting last year. Okay. And I probably, honestly, I think I've been doing this for like two years, but really last year and this year, if you listen to the last episode before this one, you already know where that went. But this is the one thing that I'm going to tell you, because I know sometimes if you hear too much information, you're just like, well, where do I start? Or getting started seems so hard. There's too much you have to change or too much you have to give up. But one of the things that I realized is sometimes, girl, you may just need to do the one thing. Just do the one thing and see how that goes. I honestly think that if you do this one thing, you're going to notice a huge impact in how you're feeling with your anxiety. Okay, are you ready? Are you on the edge of your seat? Okay, the one thing is to limit or completely remove. Okay, are you ready? Because this one's going to be hard. You're like, come on, Jeanette. Okay, apparently I've been up. I had coffee, got my kids ready for school, did all the things, even listened to a podcast. Okay, anyways, the one thing is to limit or remove your social media. I know. Did I just totally blow your mind? I know. You're probably like, oh, I mean, like you couldn't give me one easy thing. You had to just go for the mother load. <laughs> I know. I know it's hard. Okay. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. And that's why I said limit or completely remove. Some people are bosses. Like they could be like, you know what? It's the freaking social media that's making me feel like this. And they could be ruthless and just completely delete it all and not care. They move on with their lives. They deal with the detoxing of it, feeling like they have to go back. They deal with the withdrawals that you feel because if you look into it, it literally becomes like an addiction, right? We've talked about that before. And so they just completely remove it. They deal with the withdrawals. They get through it in about a week or two into not being around social media, not having the constant never ending information coming at you. They start noticing how their anxiety is not there how much peace they feel. They're able to focus more. Now they're looking around in their lives like, well, what kind of hobbies can I do? What kind of things can I get into? Now I can finish that project that I was working on. Now I can launch that business. Now I can focus on my health. Now I can spend time with my kids. Now, like there's so many things. And the reason for that is that our brains are not made to constantly be receiving information. Cal Newport does a great job at talking about this. I totally encourage you guys to check him out on YouTube. He has no social media, which is the craziest thing to me, but also as an entrepreneur, the most amazing thing to see someone who has never ever had Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, nothing 
He literally shows up on other people's shows on YouTube. He has a podcast and he writes books and he's had a great career. A lot of people know of him. He's been successful and he hasn't had social media. So as an entrepreneur, I'm just like, that's the people that we need to see more of. Because realistically speaking, if you think about it, most people don't even want to be on social media. We just are, you know, but if it came down to it, most people from what I see, they don't want to be. They they are on there for reasons like they're building a business or to connect, to build community and things like that. But most people now we're seeing this more often, which I love. We're finding other ways to build our businesses or create community and things like that. But people like Cal Newport, he does an amazing job at sharing how our brains work, how social media affects us, how it's ruining our focus, how it's making us depressed and anxious, like all of these things. So I totally encourage you to go down that rabbit hole. But I will tell you, so if you remember, I try to take a 30-day break from social media, all my social medias, Facebook and Instagram. Those are the only two that I have. And at the time I was like, you know what? Let me do this 30-day break from social, see how I feel, you know, for the holidays. It was coming, the holidays was coming. I think it was like in November. It was right before Christmas that I did it. It only lasted two weeks. The reason it only lasted two weeks, I think it was because I was sitting there and I realized some things. And I was like, you know, the funny thing is, it's not even that I need a 30-day break. It was that I needed a forever boundary with it. 30 days was not going to do anything. That's another thing you'll notice is a lot of people take breaks, which is cool. Take the break. But just remember when you come back, it's an addiction, you guys. If you're an alcoholic and you take a 30-day break from not drinking, the moment you come back and you take a sip, guess what's going to happen? Same thing as a drug addict, right? And so social media works the same way. I hate to break it to you. I know. I thought, oh, let's take breaks. Let's have, you know, 30-day detoxes and stuff like that. But the reality is when you come back, all of those triggers, all of those things are still there to make you addicted and you just fall right back into the trap. And even when people give you tips to remove the apps from your phone, which I do, but let's be real, especially if you have an iPhone, I don't know how the other phones work. All you gotta do is download it again. Like it's not a helpful tip, you know, like, okay, well, I'm going to remove the app. Okay, girl. Well, five seconds later, if you're just like freaking out or you're bored, you're like, okay, let me download it. Nothing is preventing you from downloading it. You know, unless you give like the password to download apps to your husband and tell him like, don't give me the password, no matter what I say. But then it's like, are you really going to do that? And are you really going to put the pressure on him to keep telling you no every time you're harassing him for the password? You know, and so the detoxes just they don't work long term. You end up falling right back into it. So you have to just make decisions to go, Okay, is it benefiting me more than harming me? If you're super anxious about it, if you're anxious and don't even know what's causing it and you've never gotten off social, try it because I guarantee you, you're going to notice a huge difference in how you feel. And that's why, like I was saying earlier, is because our brains are not made to be constantly consuming information. We're not wired to be constantly looking at every single body and how they're doing, what they're eating, what they do every single freaking half an hour to an hour. Like we're constantly seeing people live their lives. And then when you look look up, you realize that you didn't even live your own. You've been sitting there staring at a screen. You're anxious and the information you're getting is all over the place. You don't have control of the videos that come through. You have no idea what people are going to talk about. You don't know if they're going to talk about triggering topics. And so you're under hella stress 
without even realizing you're under stress. And if you think about it, this is stress that has nothing to do with your life. Because the moment that you take a step back, and I know I've had this happen to me before where I'd be like, why do I feel this way? Why do I feel anxious or like I'm worried? You know, like what am I worried about? Because I look around and, you know, my kids are healthy. My husband's healthy. Our relationships are great. My business is running. My friendships are good. I'm good. I'm healthy. Like, so when I look around, I'm like, everything seems to be running okay. So why am I anxious and worry? And when I realized it, I was like, oh, see, you're constantly receiving information. You're constantly looking at what's happening in the world, a tragedy over here, a news about this person here, someone over here dying. And like, it's too much. It is too much. So I'm going to encourage you, if you're dealing with anxiety, if it's becoming a huge struggle for you, take a break, okay? And this break is with the intention to see if this is what's triggering it. Take a 30-day break. Take a six-month break. Take a three-month break. And see if not being on social media, if you end up feeling a lot better when you're not consuming information. And I guarantee you, you're going to come back and I hope you tell me, but you're probably going to come back and go, yep, I did have withdrawals. But once I got through those, I was able to focus more. My brain was thinking differently. I had more creativity. I started hobbies and you may not even want to come back. If you don't use it for business, you may be like, all right, well, I'm out. I don't need it. Sometimes people go, oh, but then I'm going to lose connection with people. I feel that same way too. But you know what's a harsh reality? And this is so sad to think about, but it's so true because everybody will tell you the same thing. There have been people that go, oh, well, if you worry about losing connection with your friends, and I use that as quotations, remove yourself from social media for 30 days and see who notices. See who reaches out to see if you're okay. The people who have done this, you guys, they're just like, wow, nobody. Nobody noticed. Nobody cared. Even when they completely remove their social media and delete everything, they never hear from the people who were their friends. And so if that's your thing, maybe try it. Get off social. Don't even announce it. Just get off and see if people actually reach out to you that you thought were your friends. Because the sad part, just be prepared. They probably are not going to notice. And so then you have to ask yourself, is it worth being on there for people that don't even care about what's going on with you, you know, like your actual friends. If I get off social media, I already know who's going to call me. (laughs) I already know my girls are going to be like, what's going on? I try to send you something on Instagram and you're not there. But they're also going to know if I get off of it because I know who my people are, you know. And so take a break, see how you feel. And if you're like, no, I have to use it. There's a purpose for my business or for anything that you're doing that you feel like you haven't found another solution. So you have to use it. I would strongly encourage you to sit down and make some really strong boundaries around it because living your life constantly anxious, no matter what it is you're trying to do, no matter what the goal is that you're trying to achieve. If you're showing up somewhere and you know that this place is the place that is making you anxious and miserable, but you're showing up because you have a goal that you're trying to reach. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know. This is something that you have to decide, but I know in my life, I don't know of many goals that I could have in my life that would be worth my peace and happiness. I really don't. You know, I have a lot of goals. I have life goals, health goals, business goals. But I don't know if I had to sacrifice and go, okay, well, in order for me to reach this business goal, I am willing to sacrifice my peace and joy and tranquility. You know, just being able to live my life in peace. I don't know if that's worth it, no matter how big the goal is. 
no matter how amazing it is, no matter how much money I can make. Like, it doesn't matter to me. That's just, you know, something that I know about myself. And so if you are going to stay on it, just make some really strong boundaries around it. Give yourself a schedule. Stop showing up every single minute. Stop showing up to it first thing in the morning. Stop showing up to it right before you go to bed. Find other ways to entertain yourself when you're bored. Because let's be real, a lot of times we're using it when we're bored. Not so much even for your business. We just get obsessive about going to see if we got a message. It's just a dopamine hit that you're looking for. And so create strong boundaries, find other things to entertain yourself when you're bored, things that have nothing to do with the screen, find hobbies, get active, distract yourself, build a different routine. Stop letting your routine be go sit on the couch and scroll, lay on the bed and scroll, create a whole different routine and have a scheduled block where you go, okay, for the next hour, I'm going to go on social. I'm going to respond to my DMs. I'm going to post. I'm going to connect with my people. I'm going to be in Instagram for 15 minutes. I'm going to be on Facebook for 15 minutes. I'm going to be over here. Hopefully you're not everywhere, but you know, check in, close it down and move on. All right, friend, I hope you found that helpful. Again, if you did and you're taking value from it, share it with a friend, someone that you know. And if you haven't yet left me a rating and a review, please do. If you're on Apple Podcasts, you can just scroll down and leave me a five-star rating or a review of what you think of the show, how it's helped you, or even anything that you want to listen about that I can record episodes for. All right, friend, take care and I will talk to you soon. Hey girl, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, I would really appreciate it if you took a minute to head over to Fearless and Unleashed on iTunes and leave a review and subscribe to the show so you're notified when the episodes drop. Also, I'd love to connect over on social media, so head over to Instagram and say hi. You can find me at Jeanette Sachs or find the link below in the show notes. Okay, friend, go out and be fearlessly you. I'll see you soon.